Welcome. This is Jazz Just The Way We Like It. Jazz Just The Way We Like It is my weekly jazz podcast where we play jazz and discuss politics and current events. Uh, We play those classic jazz songs from the 1950s, the 1960s, and the 1970s. And now and then some of the modern stuff. We play songs I listened to as a young man. And here I am now playing them for your pleasure. And also to introduce to a younger generation that fabulous original American art form known as jazz. I'm in the studio as always with my longtime friend, over 60 years, folks. Uh, Lawrence Williams. Hey, Larry, what's up, good buddy? All right, what's up, man? What's happening, Al? How are you doing today? I'm good, man. Can't complain. Can't complain. Another podcast. Good. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, uh, let's don't hesitate, man. Let's get it going, brother. All righty. <laughs> well, folks, you know, we always start our podcast out with a song, a poem, something that addresses the human condition, something that speaks to social justice. Uh, it's important that we, that we do that. Uh, and here's a piece, man. I came across this piece, and I haven't listened to it in a very long time. It's a piece that was done by uh, no other than Curtis Mayfield. Curtis Mayfield. And this is a kind of song in which you really need to listen to the words. And this was done a while back because I believe Curtis Mayfield died in the 90s. Am I correct, Larry? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so this was uh, one of his later pieces. And he was a brilliant, brilliant songwriter and singer and musician. This is one of his later pieces called New World order. Hey, I like the title already, bro. <laughs> Here we go. Curtis Mayfield. Darkness no longer A child is born Mother shed tears of joy As baby tests his lungs My daddy's not there Where he ought to be Somewhere in Georgia Skinning and shooting craps on his knees Another victim born Out here in the hood And based on statistics It really ain't all good Welfare takes the town And daddy can't sign And it can't be seen The family becomes a crime The hunt is on And brother you're the prey Serving time in jail It just ain't the way I'm living so hard baby That my hair is gray We got to make a change It's a brand new day A brand new day, a change of mind for 
this on the way We just marched a million plus the other day Look, look, we all witnessed the sweat Rolling down Miss Liberty's head She knows the sleeping giant She's no longer sleeping dead Oh, what a fulfillment of prophecy Let us teach the children Freedom's never been free It's okay to cry Go ahead and cry Cause Jesus went But hope and faith be kept It's a new day A new world order A brand new day It's a new day The die has been cast, and there's no need to fear. Cause people, the answer to your prayers are here. Sister Mary, don't you weep. Tell Martha not to moan. We need the love, and that is coming home. There's no need to worry. The times dictate a plan. Mother Earth's given birth to a brand new man. Sister, I know you're misunderstood But hold on to your man Cause the future looks good It's a new day A new world order A brand new day It's a, a change of mind For the human race It's a new world order A brand new day It's a change of Beware of the lies and false prophecy We are many with the eyes, but don't all really see You must be merciful, my friend, to obtain the same So if you break the chain, don't pass the blame We should say unto all, and I'll say it again It's not just a win, shake a hand, make a friend we who are pure at heart somehow might see There's still light in the world, come rejoice with me It's a new day A new world order, a brand new day It's a, a change of mind for the human race It's a, a new world order, a brand new day A change of mind Curtis Mayfield, New World Order, Larry. 
How'd you like that one? That's beautiful, man. That's, that's one of those songs that Curtis did back in the day, man. Curtis was always in tune with what was happening. Um, whether it was the drug scene with Superfly or this right here about, you know, what's happening in the black community. I really dug that one. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah. That was, you know, one of his latest songs after he was uh, uh, paralyzed in that accident, unfortunate accident. Yeah, that happened and, in uh, Fort Green Park, if I remember correctly. Uh, no, it wasn't Oh, Fort Wingate, Green. Wingate. Wingate. Uh, Wingate, yeah. 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 Um, and uh, this song uh, speaks to so many issues. And, you know, uh, that term, New World Order, man, people use it in many different ways, but he was speaking about it way back then. Um, and, and, you know, that brings us into the topic for discussion on social issues that's really the condition of blacks and aging. And, you know, I sent you a little article that, that talked about four in ten black men age 20 and older have high blood pressure, a rate. 30% higher than that of white men. Black men, black men risk of a stroke is twice that of white men. And I just, you know, I don't like necessarily you want to use these terms, black and white, but you, you have to compare. For black women, 45% of those age 20 and older have high blood pressure. A rate 60% higher than white women. Black women are 40% more likely to die from breast cancer than white women. And there are many contributing factors to this, but still the statistics are the statistics. Black men have a 40% higher cancer rate than white men. Black Americans are 80% more likely to be diagnosed with diabetes than whites. 80%. And nearly twice as likely to be hospitalized. Blacks are more than twice as likely as whites to suffer from Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia. Black women suffer from some of the highest levels of diabetes hypertension, and disabilities. Wow, that is not a very pretty picture, Larry. No, it's not at all, man. Um, and I wasn't aware of those <coughs> the statistics, but I, I, I've always uh, heard, heard about uh, um, black folks having um, more hypertension than, than the average white person. Yeah or average non-African-American. Uh, um, but uh, I didn't know that it was it went as high as 80% women have 80% chance of getting diabetes. Was it diabetes? Yeah, diabetes. That, yeah, is, diabetes. That, is, that, is, that, is, that is crazy. How does yeah. that happen? There's, there's genetic factors. We, yeah. know, we know there's genetic factors. There's environmental factors. There's social factors. So many factors feed into these statistics. But the thing of it is, you know, without doing the analysis, we die younger. Yeah, yeah. I um, we you know we we die younger, and some of it of preventable situations. Yeah, I, I was curious as well. How 
as uh, black people, how are we attacking these issues? Are, are we attacking? Yeah. Not very well, Larry. Yeah. Not very well. You know, there is a, a greater amount of, 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 in general, Americans trying to become more healthier. Yeah. You know, and, and I have, you know, Shantae, my friend Shantae, you know her. Yes. Uh, you know, she's been busy with the Brownsville Runners, women in Brownsville. Yeah. You know, of all ages, mainly old, little older, over 21. Yeah. You know, have kids or whatever, and they're going out there becoming runners for their health. That's Good. the way we need to attack it. Yeah. It ain't costing nothing. You know, just get a pair of sneakers and one step in front of the other. And if it's too hard, start out walking. Yeah, I, I remember how we first started running. Yeah, I remember. remember. Look I remember. at our group. Here's the thing. You, you look at we folks, me and Larry, we were a group from the Marcy Projects that had a, a group of guys we can count who were in our inner group and outer group, maybe 20, 25. You know, who continued running? Maybe three or four of us. Who was left around the three or four of us? And yeah. then we're, we're, we're 77 at this point. Yeah. I mean, we stopped running at 50, but if it wasn't for that, I don't think I would have been here, be here now. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think when I had my heart attack, I think the only way I, I survived that was the fact that I had been doing all that running all that time that my heart yeah. was, had built up a oh, certain yeah. amount of strength. Same and, with me and my bypass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and some of this stuff we can, I, you know, Larry, I, I came across some issues, you know, because I'm getting bigger and bigger on diet. And, we, and, and folks need to start the change in diet at an early age. Because what you, how, your health in your 60s depends on what you do in your 50s. And your health in your 50s depends on what you do in the 40s. So the younger we can get people to engage in more positive lifestyles, the better off they would be, you know. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I gave up meat a few years ago, but, but there, are, there are certain meats that are, are, are not that bad for you, like turkey and chicken. And believe it or not, get away from all this uh, uh, pseudo-science if you eliminate the, the fat and you take lean pork, it is just as healthy for you as uh, chicken, chicken and, and turkey. turkey. I, I, my son uh, cooked something that was pork. I forget what it was now, but it was like considered a white meat. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, because it was like lean. It wasn't, yeah, I didn't have the yeah. fat and stuff. So I'm going to... Because I eat meat every once in a while. My main thing is chicken and turkey uh, and mm-hmm. fish. Those are the three uh, uh, proteins that um, that are uh, that meat-like that I eat. Uh, every once in a while, I have to admit, I do have a steak. But it's like once every six months, once every yeah. five months like that. But it's it's not like the way I used to. Yeah. I, had, I used to have... The greasier the hamburger, the more I want it. You know? Well, you know, you, I, I remember growing up, man, we used to get them French fries and then whatever, and, and, and chicken gizzards, and if the bag oh, was yeah, greasy, yeah, yeah. man, you got to pour that hot sauce in there with some salt, and you, you was like seven heaven. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but we paid for it later. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. But, the, you know, going back to this, 
some of the things people can do because the worst kind of meat is the one most people like the most. And that's your processed meat. That's bacon, sausages, and hot dogs. Wow. That is the worst kind because that has, it's because of the stuff they put in it. You know, the high sodium salt. Yeah. Hypertension, folks. The nitrates and the addition uh, additives. Now, it tastes good because of the additives, the chemicals they put in it. Yeah. You know, they put chemicals to appeal to your taste buds. Yeah. And, uh, but it's not healthy for us. And some of it's to preserve it for yeah. longer, longer periods. And those three uh, processed foods, bacon, sausage, and hot dogs, increase the risk of cancer and heart disease. Yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, two other contrib- that's some contributing factors. But here's the thing. And, and believe it or not, today, 25% of the young of black people today uh, are from Generation Z, which means they were born between 1997 and 2012. That's the good news. A lot of this generation. The bad news is we got these values. You know, this generation has taken on these values of beauty, these values of aesthetics that has to do with this overweight. Oh, yeah. You know, and we reinforce that because we get all this. They get all their information through social media. That becomes the main source. Now, social media can be, you know, in this case, not a good good thing because it's, it's, it keeps reinforcing these kinds of uh, belief systems. I mean, you know, in this case, it's not good. But social media has been a very helpful thing in the black community in certain certain ways because, you know, um, black Twitter. <laughs> black Twitter, when they had the George Floyd marches, when they had all those demonstrations, yeah, yeah. you know, Black Lives Matter, they got the word out through black Twitter. Yeah. Black Twitter can be positive and negative. There too. you go, brother. It there can you be go. positive and negative. So, you know, hey, man, I, I guess, you know, these young folks, you know, they hopefully they, 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 they uh, begin to adapt more and more of a healthy lifestyle and watch your diet and incorporate exercise. And we need to change the standard of beauty. You know, your beauty is not based on the size of your butt. And I hate that's to what say. I thought. That's what I thought you were talking about. Yes, I think that's what I'm talking, talking about. about yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But we we've been reinforced in our, you know, because that's something new. That that was not the standards when we grew up. Oh man, did you talk about birth the big butt? Yeah, you know, like there were yeah. songs that were like, yeah. you know, the negative. people used to make made fun of people right. who had big butts. And you don't have to be that way. No, you don't. You don't. You know, no. You have a much more control over your body than than what people think. Yeah. Well, folks, Larry, we can talk on this for a lot. You know, yeah, yeah. We're, we're two old timers, man, and we, you know, we got something to say. We survived the '77, folks, and we're gonna be around the '87. <laughs> so maybe, maybe some of the things we got to say have some credibility. Yeah. But this is about jazz, man. Let's get to some jazz, Larry. Today, man, we're gonna kick it with two, two, uh, two important jazz artists, man. Two important. Curtis Fuller, jazz trombonist, and Stanley Tarantine, jazz sax player. 
two different styles. And these are yeah. old bebop players, man. Yep. These are <clears> old, <throat> old school knee stomping bebop jazz. So let's kick it off with a Curtis Fuller piece, man. This is uh, done at the uh, Five Spot After Dark is the name of this. And this was done in 1959, Five Spot. And it had Curtis Fuller on trombone, Benny Gulson on tenor sax, Tommy Flanagan on the piano, and Jimmy Garrison. Yeah, the Jimmy Garrison from John Coltrane group, folks, on bass. Wow. And Al Hardwood on drums, man. So uh, kick back and enjoy this. <laughs> Curtis Miller. Thank you. 
Oh, yeah. Curtis Fuller, man. Curtis Fuller on uh, Five Spot After Dark with Curtis Fuller on trombone, Benny Golson on the tenor sax, Tommy Flanagan on the piano, Jimmy Garrison on that bass, and Al Harewood on the drums. Man, it's always good to go back to some of that jazz from the 50s, Larry. That was really good. I, I uh, you know, you know. Uh, trombone is uh, oh, yeah. the instrument that I used to play. Me and I Ron, know you love that. Yeah, me and Ron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we used to play. I wish I could play as well as as uh, Curtis Fuller, but never did. Never got. Never got that good. Ron was a better. Uh, Ron player. is a friend of us. Yeah, uh, he he was a better uh, trombone player than I was, but uh, I, uh, I I I love the instrument. And when when you have a, a uh, a, a spot like that, the way way Curtis was playing that, it's just like it was just so timely. The way that it was moving, the way that it yes, just yes, just just space. kept just yeah. the way that they spaced it out, the yeah. way that 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 you could hear like the individual uh, instruments. Oh yeah. I mean, I I I'm glad that I have these headsets on because I don't, I'm not missing anything. I'm I'm able to focus on a, spe- uh, a specific instrument. And really, you know, hear what that person is trying to do, and yeah. it is so good. Oh yeah, oh, it is yeah, so, it is it, so good. It, it makes you realize how masterful these musicians are. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Well, Curtis Filler, man, we gonna play another piece by Curtis Filler uh, called "The Clan." Now, this is not the Ku Klux Klan, folks, because he called his group the Jazz Clan, and this is from the. Uh, and this has a different lineup because this has this is later on. Uh, he did this in the '60s with Freddie Hubbard, Jimmy Heath, and Cedar Walton. And uh, this is the Clan, Curtis Fuller. So uh, let's check out the second piece by Curtis Fuller. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yes. That was really good. I know, man. Right? Yeah, that was Yeah, that was uh Curtis Fuller, the clan from the Soul Trombone album, uh, with Freddie Hubbard on trumpet, uh Jimmy Heath and Cedar Walk with man. That was pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah, that was man. Yeah. <laughs> That's a young Freddie Hubbard there, man. Yeah. So we played two pieces by Curtis Fuller, man. I know you like both, Larry. Yeah, and uh, Freddie Hubbard was like those individual notes that he was doing. That oh, was yeah, really, he was moving Hubbard. so fast on that trumpet. Yeah, I really loved it. Well, let's uh, switch it up because we're doing not only Curtis Fuller, we're doing Stanley Tarantino. So here's Stanley Tarantino in one of his most popular pieces called Sugar. Yeah. And again, it has Freddie Hubbard, this time with George Benson. So... Uh, Stanley Tarantino on a piece called Sugar. Thank you. 
That's all I can say about that. Smooth. <laughs> Stanley Turrentine, man, with uh, Freddie Hubbard on trumpet, uh, Ron Carter on bass, and George Benson on the guitar. Sugar is the name of that piece. Larry. Yeah, I always thought Stanley Turrentine played a sweet uh, saxophone. I always thought it was, like, really mellow. And uh, this really shows, shows yeah. that to me. Really he, gets at it. He does do that. Does that was a smooth piece, except when he plays with his ex-wife Shirley Scott. Oh yeah, that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. them two. Well, Shirley Scott, folks, is one of the earlier famous jazz organists. And here's a piece with Stanley Tarantine and Shirley Scott, and it had Kenny Burrell and Bob Crenshaw on it, and it's called Trouble Two. Uh, this is Stanley Tarantine. Sit back and enjoy. Oh, this guy don't know. Thank you. 
Stanley Tarantine uh, on a piece called Trouble Two with Shelly Scott on organ and Kenny Burrell and Bob Crenshaw. Man, just hit Stanley on that Stanley Tarantine on that sax and Shirley Scott on the on the organ. They just play and dance together in a sweet du- duet. They just it just goes together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It de- definitely does. The, they complement each other. Yeah, know. yes, they do. Yes, they do. Folks, we're playing two fabulous jazz musicians. Curtis Fuller, jazz um, trombonist, and Stanley Tarantine, jazz sax player. Um, so here's a piece though from Curtis Fuller. And it's from the dear uh it's from the uh Soul Trombone album, and that's really a great album, folks. And it's one of uh one of the pieces I like and it's called Dear Old Stockholm. Uh Curtis Fuller. And this has a pretty good lineup on it, you know. Freddie Hubbard again, you know, uh Sia Walt Jimmy Heath. Hey, not bad. And a bunch of other folks. Dear old Stockholm. Sit back and enjoy.
Curtis Fuller, man, dear old Stockholm. Uh, what a what a powerful piece. What a powerful piece, man. Really smooth. How you like that one, Larry? Yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like uh, like you like in in your band. Um, it's like uh, 
like a fond memory. I think that's what he was trying yeah, to get at, yeah, like a yeah. fond memory. Stockholm is the uh, capital of Sweden. Yeah. yeah, he must have spent some time there. Oh, he did. He played in Europe quite a bit. Yeah. Well, well, you know, uh, that was Curtis Fuller, folks. So let's play one more Stanley Tarantine. You know, Stanley Tarantine uh, took a lot of popular songs and turned it into jazz, and especially the Beatles songs. And here's a piece called Can't Buy Me Love by Stanley Tarantine uh, with Lee Morgan on trumpet. McCoy Tyner on piano. Oh, my God. Bob Crenshaw on bass and Elvin Jones on the drums. Can't Buy Me Love, recorded in 1974. Stanley Turns.
The Beatles song never sounds so good. That's Stanley Tarantino, Can't Buy Me Love, with uh, Lee Morgan on trumpet, McCoy Tyner on piano, Bob Crenshaw on bass, and Elvin Jones on the drums. Larry, how'd you like that piece? That was beautiful. Half of Coltrane's uh, crews there playing, uh, yeah. playing in the background, too. So it was really bad. I really loved the way that uh, McCoy yeah. was on there. And, um, it yeah. was just—it was just a great song. You know, I've never heard that one before, so that was really, really refreshing to hear that tonight. Yeah. yeah. Well, Larry, man, it's definitely that time. Uh, I think it was a good podcast. Yeah, I think so too. It was very yeah. good. I, I, I turned to him as wow. He's just so sweet. I mean, yeah. that sex is so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Fuller. One of the great, great trombone players of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's good to get those two. Uh, there's some of their stuff out there, folks. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. We definitely enjoyed bringing it to you, Larry. Man, it's always good, brother. Yes. Thank you for being here. Thanks for thanks for having me here. Yeah. <coughs> we, mm. We're going out on a Curtis Fuller piece called "Ladies Night," and folks. Thanks for listening. Uh, and as always, until the next time, peace and love. Thank <laughs> you.